Lindsay, obviously a very tragic event and certainly very sad as well for it to be happening at the Boston Marathon. Uh, A couple of blasts that went off, three people dying in the end, one of them, an eight-year-old boy. Very sad state of affairs. Since then, the two suspects have been apprehended, one of them actually dying during the week. Um, They still talk about... uh, how he died if it was actually almost like he committed suicide because he had explosives on him or if it was up to the police even one of the policemen dying as well in the week in that apprehension of the two suspects one of them as well was apprehended last night just a 19 year old kid that they suspect has been involved in the Boston bombings so a very very sad state of affairs and a lot happening in the Boston area throughout the week Lindsay Parry is now joining us on the line to chat to us a little bit about what happened Lindsay obviously a very sad state of affairs I know you finished just before the bomb blast actually happened Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about what happened your thoughts and, and the feelings around it yeah, look, I mean, it was obviously a complete uh, surprise um, and a shock. I mean, it was probably one of the best running experiences of my life up until that point. I mean, the race, the organization, the spirit amongst the runners, the, the unbelievable crowd support along the entire route. I mean, there's, there's not a kilometer along the Boston route where there aren't too thick um, and people literally scream for everybody as if they are, you know, leading the race. Um, we had finished the race and we were up in one of the um, hospitality areas. Uh, and look, as it turns out, the hospitality area we were in uh, was obviously not ideally placed in terms of the explosions because we were slap bang in the middle of the two. So the initial thing was 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 complete confusion. I mean, the, so I was with a couple of South Africans, and to us, a cannon going off um, or a gun going off during a, a race is not unusual because it signifies a cutoff or some other significant event in the actual race. So at first, you know, everyone stopped and was like, geez, what was that? And I was like, well, that must be the official cutoff. And they were like, no, no, nothing like that happens. Then the second explosion went off and, and there were a lot of Americans in the room and they started to panic um, and then word came through that there had been a bomb and literally two minutes after that we started to see the after effects of the, the um, explosion which was paramedics um, and race organizers and policemen running with uh, people on wheelchairs and on gurneys that were all at the finish line for runners that needed emergency um, attention after the race. So in one sense, we were really fortunate because we didn't see any of the the blood and the gore, Um, although we could see that that some of the people in the the wheelchairs had been badly injured, but they had covered them with blankets. So you could see there was blood, but you couldn't see the extent of the injuries. So from then... um, Look, there was a, a, then people all reacted differently. There were some people that were completely freaking out and panicking. Um, but fortunately, the police, the race organizers, the emergency services, the medics that were on hand for the runners, they all acted in such a, a fast, efficient, professional manner that it really calmed the situation down. Um, and it may have given us a completely false sense of security, but it really did make us feel that the danger was now over, that the situation was under control, 
um, and then they went hotel to hotel and, and evacuated the area. Everybody left um, Boston Central in a fairly orderly fashion. And look, it's quite a big city, so once we were about 10 blocks away, you sort of felt like you were out of the danger zone, as it were, and said whether that's a real or perceived safety we certainly felt safe, and then, you know, very quickly after that, Boston turned from from shock to to anger, and uh, you know, look, Americans are are incredibly patriotic, so it really then became about you know what you can do what you want, but we're not going away. We're definitely coming back and doing Boston again next year. We are going to catch these guys, and that's sort of been the, the consistent message since since then. Well, I know you on Twitter said how angry or sick do you need to be to kill innocent people. Of course, a lot of innocent people involved in it, and not just dying. Obviously, you mentioned the injuries that happened as well. And also, what I think made a lot of people angry, the event itself obviously would have made a lot of people angry, but some of the false stories that came out with the the story of a young girl, eight-year-old, dying who was running for the Sandy Hook Elementary School, which wasn't even true in the end, and quite a lot of false stories coming out about them. Did you get affected by any of them? No, look, there are not too many that have been coming out on the news yet. So most of the, the stuff, and obviously I'm still in the state, so I'm on Twitter a little bit, but I'm not getting a lot of the things. But, yeah, one thing inside the states and what's reported in the media is there's very few um, things that aren't true that, are, that come out. I mean, they have taken it uh, really seriously. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just, I guess for the people it's it's really, really shocking and sad. Um and I'm really pleased then that they got one of these guys alive so they can try and at least get some answers as to why or what this this guy was thinking. And Lindsay, your advice to any marathon runners that's going to be maybe taking part in the London marathon tomorrow and the Comrades Marathon coming up? Look, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about um, these types of things. But you know, like we were, we were right there, um, and perhaps because we didn't see the the actual, um, you know, devastation and just saw the, the little bits of it, uh, it had didn't hit me quite as close to home as it could have. But my feeling on this is that 26 or 26 miles, the San America or 42k run or in comrades 89 kilometers. It's going to be very, very difficult to protect the length of the route. But if we stay at home, then in essence, they've already won a victory. So we've got to trust that the police, the emergency services, and that the people are going to tighten their security, that they're going to have a much better idea now of what they're looking for. But we've got to come out, and we've got to do what we love doing, and we've got to show these guys that, you know what, we had to stay you can't attack our sporting events. You can't attack our freedom. Well, a very sad event. And, Lindsay, I'm really glad that that is the attitude, that uh, things are just going to keep going, and hopefully there will be just as many people running the Boston Marathon next year and, of course, London Marathon and the rest of the marathons for the rest of the year. Thank you for joining us here on SAFM. We're glad to hear that you are safe as well, and I'm sure we'll be hearing more from you in the future.
Thanks, Natalie. Great to hear from Lindsay Parry. He is the official coach for the Comrades, South African National Triathlon as well, and the head of the Sports Science Institute at the University of Pretoria, and he does research there at the High Performance Centre. And he's chatting to us about his recollection of the Boston Marathon and the bombings that happened, a very sad event that happened on the 15th of April. That was on Monday.